Welcome to Box Office Pulp. I'm Mike, and welcome to another thrilling, thrilling mini-bop edition of What Mike Got to Watch This Week. Um, that's not the official title or, or, or anything, but um, I'll still probably copyright it all the same, so don't steal it. But this time, I'm here to talk about The Retaliators, a really cool little interesting uh, indie revenge flick starring uh, Michael Lombardi uh, that... I'll, I'm going to avoid giving any spoilers of or, or anything, but um, as I usually do with these, but uh, it was definitely worth worth talking about. Um, it's written by the Gear Brothers, um, and it's actually inspired by an event that uh, unfortunately happened to their sister, um, and they, in in response, ended up writing this revenge film that's end up getting on the blacklist. Um, it went out to Michael Lombardi as they as they wrote it for him. And um, funny enough, it, it was um, directed by the uh, the duo of uh, Bridget Smith and Samuel Gonzalez. But um, actually, due to COVID, uh, Lombardi actually directed some scenes himself just due to the nature of trying to make an indie film at the time. And it ended up um, coming across uh, the desk of Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein, um, who, of course, um, score Stranger Things. Um, so it has an amazing like throwback score like that by them because they ended up loving it. And um, it has, a, has some actual some fun, very random cameos in it. Um, I think this is probably the best film that has ever featured the lead singer of Papa Roach. Um, maybe the only film to ever feature the lead singer of Papa Roach, so... Also, like Tommy Lee shows up in it, um, just due to uh, you know some producers and, and directors having having worked with with them in the past. But anyway, that's the basic setup of the film. Like I said, it's um, a lot like um, the Crow, uh, the actual comic. You know, inspired by real real pain and, and horror. Um, but Lombardi plays a a pastor whose daughter is is murdered and. In much a similar way to, I think, the book Death Wish, it's about grief and revenge intermingling, and what that can, what can that do to transform you. It's a, a, a very strong, very strong through line in the film is violence versus peace, and really ruminating on that, on that concept of being lost in grief, and it has, you know, I. It has a really unique twist that I don't want to give away in this, um, just because I didn't know it coming up. So when it popped up, I was like, okay, this is really interesting. And I'd like to actually see, I would almost like to see this done over again with like a larger budget to like really expand on the idea. Because I do feel like some of the messaging gets a little bit muddled in the end. It's still solid, but um, yeah, it, it goes to this place of almost as if the act of vengeance has created a hell uh, it, it's very like dante's hell in that like you like you go through into a circle of hell uh, almost one of your mate your uh, of your own making 
Um, and it, the, the, the idea of the fantasy of violence versus the reality of violence and, and how that can just really take over and, and destroy, but even transform a person for the, for the better. Like you, you taking this very peaceful pastor and transforming him over the, the course of the movie to like try to find almost like this middle ground between ultra violence, revenge taking, and someone who just stands up for themselves versus o- only ever taking a peaceful approach. Also, this is random, but um, Brian O'Halloran from Clerks like appears in it in like one scene as like an asshole, and it is maybe my favorite cameo ever because oh hey Dante just popping up to like be a dick about a Christmas tree. Oh, this is a Christmas film by the way, Christmas revenge film, uh, which is a genre I didn't know I needed more of, but here we are. But anyway, all that aside, Brian O'Halloran not supposed to be here today. Aside, um, there's a couple. Like personal mistakes, I think I wish the film didn't make. Just mostly, the opening I think is a mistake, and I think if you can get past that, just wait for the, you know, the movie has an opening where we are flat, flat, flashed forward towards the end, and I do think that's a little bit of a hurdle to get over. Um, so when watching it, kind of like keep that in mind, like just forget about it, just move on past it once once it gets there. Um, it has some really great, like, splatterpunk effects. Um, like, it gets really, like, neon gory, which I uh, is just a lot of fun. But I, but once again, also kind of going into... It's also kind of hellish, the violence. Um, so it has, like, that push and pull of... It's a lot of fun to see this gore. Also, it's, like, forced violence, which um, kind of, like plays into the like the larger themes of, of the film and also the um, the obviously inspiration and, and pain and probably anger that that created it um, and the idea of you know without saying spoilers the idea of there being different forms of group counseling let's put it that way uh, peaceful acceptance group counseling and then something darker and greater and more and more torrentially barbaric. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to say too much and, and give it away or anything. I just wanted to give like a really quick little rundown review of it. Um, I can really see everybody involved in this movie maybe being able to take off a bit based off of it. Um, I really like to see what else the, else the Gear Brothers could come up with a little bit more. I, I think there's a really good hints of things to to come uh it's you know just well made all all around you know some distracting uh, musical interludes but it's made from a, like a music production company so you know these things happen whatever you know sometimes it's just whatever gets the movie made right so definitely a film with a really great like personal connection um and you can tell lombardi he puts on a really great performance i've always been a fan of of lombardi um, I think he's fairly underrated. And you can tell he cares. Like, he came on, ended up coming on as a producer. Like I said, he directed, ended up, like, co-directing or just directing uh, some scenes out of necessity. Um, and he puts in a very un- uncharacteristic performance in a lot of ways. Um, but I-, I always like Lombardi because he has very much um, an everyman sort of quality. And once again, this just makes me want, like, a more 
like what Joe Carnahan wanted out of whenever he was making his Death Wish remake of like, let's see what happens when you put like, you know, Paul Rudd in a Death Wish movie. Like, let's let's watch violence like destroy somebody, even though it doesn't this isn't an about that it doesn't go that way. Like I said, it almost has more to do with uh, James O'Barr's The the Crow, where it's um, it's this gray middle ground between how violence can destroy and how revenge can be cathartic. So, Retaliators, uh, like I said, starring Michael Lombardi, written by the Gear Brothers. I'd actually hopefully maybe be able to bring them on the show sometime. I, I, I wouldn't mind uh, talking, to the, talking to them a little bit. But um, it is available now on VOD. So, go ahead and you know, check that out if you can. Um, I think everyone would be able to get something out of it. I think they, I think you enjoy it, or at least just be able to see like a pretty cool little, little indie flick with, um, it's going to show off, I think some, some talent to, to keep an eye on. So still in early access, but, um, probably coming to physical release soon. So check it out. But before we get going, I just want to say this episode of box office pulp is brought to you by Manscaped manscaped.com. I want you to go on Manscaped, use code BOXOFFICEPULP during checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. Just get get yourself, you know, your, your downstairs, your, your nether regions. They want to be coddled. They want to be loved. And the best way to do that is with Manscaped.com. Either get yourself some of the greatest underwear I have ever worn, or let's smooth out your balls. Let's let's smooth them out. Let's let's get in there. Let's get some. They they have some great oils for them. They, they have the most comfortable clippers I've ever experienced. Use them everywhere. Be hairless like a seal. But Christmas is coming up. Holidays. So Thanksgiving. Hell. Box code box office pulp. Manscaped.com. Use code box office pulp. Twenty percent off. Free shipping to you. It's a steal. It's a deal. Code box office pulp, manscaped.com. And if you want to listen to more box office pulp, boxofficepulp.com. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We're in all the various pod catching places. And of course, follow us along on Twitter at box office pulp, facebook.com slash box office pulp. I'm at Lucky Deck Napier on the Twitter. And I'm getting the hell out of here. This is Box Office Pulp Guy, and this has been a Pulp Podcast production. Now please, 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 put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger and say goodnight. And now, on with the show.